everybody. My name is Travis Mocker, and I'm here with Julie Wheeler. And this is the first episode of Losing Pounds, Gaining Life, the podcast. So get excited. Woohoo! Um, so we started this podcast um, because we noticed after we had our weight loss surgery, there isn't a lot of information out there. There's a couple doctors, there's Facebook groups, but no one that really talks about topics, you know, like we, like we will. Right. Yeah. Because that's kind of a huge thing. There's a lot of misinformation out there. Um, there's, I feel like there's tons of different ways to lose weight there's, especially when it comes to weight loss surgery. Um, and yeah, we wanted to kind of build our own community because I think it's great to hear it from a doctor who does it. And it's great because there's lots of dietitian podcasts, but it's different to hear it from a user podcast. Like the people who actually have it done. Right. Because there's like tips and tricks for sure. Yeah. And so, and we're going to go over like so many different topics. We're going to try to do these once a week. I mean, we're going to be talking about weight loss surgeries itself. Dating after weight loss surgery. Like the mind game of weight loss. Emotional eating. Like support groups. Um, we're going to be, t- and we'll also be interviewing people that have had it done in other places kind of what they're doing with their lives. We'll also be um, interviewing a few people that have lost a lot of weight without surgery and, you know, their take on this, because I think that's kind of important to see how other people deal with it. Um, uh, There's going to be a lot of uh, different things that we'll be covering. Um, And I mean, primarily it's out to build a community. There's already communities out there, but I feel like we could have a pretty solid weight loss community. Totally. And... We by no means are pros at this. And we're not experts no. in any way, shape, or form. No. At, at weight loss surgery, at podcasting, we're recording this in my office at my house. So we're glad you're here listening, but you know, you'll be growing with us as we keep recording. Um, so Julie, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell Tell the listeners about you, your journey, all that good stuff. All right. Well, I'm a 41-year-old single mom of eight. I (laughs) That's real. I had been overweight, like, majority of my adult life. I had thyroid cancer when I was 25, lost my thyroid, and suddenly, like, started gaining weight um, pretty effortlessly. if I didn't take my pills, I'd gain like 20 pounds in a week, but not lose it ever. <laughs> and then uh, emotional eating, bad marriage. I had uh, a pretty high BMI of like 39 or 40. And then I had comorbidities, which are things that could kill you in addition to being overweight, called like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, um, acid reflux, hiatal hernia, um, I don't know what else. And so, um, what made you get this? Like, what was that? Oh, I finally decided to have the surgery when I had the baby, my last baby by myself and real, they said, you're either going to stroke out tonight or have seizures. And they put me on blood pressure medication. And then two weeks later, my husband's friend died from his sleep apnea that was untreated. And I had had a sleep apnea for years and I was like, I'm going to die and leave this baby an orphan. So that was my new year's resolution in 2017 to have my weight loss surgery and uh, I was already friends with Travis, and we were at Taco Tuesday one night and decided, hey, I'm doing this. And he said he was too, so we went together, and we had surgery a day apart last November. 
2017. Yeah, I think that's um, going to be a huge thing that we'll talk about is when going through this, having someone like a support person, but I honestly think having a support person that isn't your spouse or something other. Well, we don't have either of those but, either. Um, but it, I think is huge. Right. It doesn't have to be someone. Of, it can be anyone, but the fact having a support person to hold you accountable because I think if it's your significant other, you're going to take things way too personal. Oh, t- totally. And if they're not living at your house, like my kids are pretty savage yeah. about that's not on your food plan and they're really mean, but you're like, well, you know, that's not on the plan, but you're not sitting there like looking at me. <laughs> we just text about it on the phone or whatever. Yeah. And so I think that's, that's huge. And we'll, we'll talk about that in probably future episodes about support systems, about weight loss buddy. I think we'll probably should just do a whole episode just on weight loss buddies. For sure. Cause I found it super beneficial. Yeah. So did I. And still is to this day. Um, so my story, um, I had always been husky, um, growing up, um, which was fine. It worked. But back in 2010, I was diagnosed with heart failure, stage four heart failure at that time. If those of you that know, it means I should have been getting a new heart, but I did not. And so what happened was if you have any heart issues, you know that, they give you tons of medicine. The medicine makes you tired. It makes you retain water. Um, it makes you just depressed. And so in a matter of about six years, I put on, or not even that, like five years, I went from a little under 300 pounds to almost 400 pounds. And so it took a come to Jesus moment with my cardiologist last year around this time where he said, um, hey, you need a new heart and possibly a new kidney, but you're too fat. You won't qualify. So we need to fix this and like fix this like ASAP. So he suggested weight loss surgery. And I always felt like that was the easy way out, the quitter's way, which I found out quickly. It's not the case <laughs> at all. Um, but having the surgery made me lose, uh, sorry, made my heart failure uh, improve. I'll always have heart failure, but losing so far, I'm at 165 pounds, has made my heart function improve drastically. Um, yeah, that's why I get it, because it was either lose weight or die fat because of a failing heart. And that's real. When you have someone finally saying that, and I think the biggest thing that upset me is the fact that I always assumed my insurance would not pay for it. And I'd had the same insurance for six, almost seven years. And it finally took one doctor to be like, hey, you're really fat versus all the rest of them would never say something to me. They'd say, oh, watch treating, whatever. Oh, really? Because I think women go in and they're overweight and they're like, have you thought about having weight loss surgery? You're a candidate. You're overweight. You should lose weight and da, 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 da. But apparently they don't say that to dudes. No, because you can't... We kind of have this mentality of like, love your body, which you should, but being overweight, you're just big. And the thing is, it's sucky when you're overweight and quote unquote healthy. You're like, you don't have heart failure, high blood pressure, and people are like, you're just big. Right. And I'm 6'1". But those things will eventually catch up with you. Being oh, overweight sure. will always catch up to you regardless. Right. And so that's, and it caught up to me. And my weight didn't cause my heart failure, but it did not help it by any means. I think that's one thing I want to stress. Um, and for a lot of people, weight can cause a lot of things like type 2 diabetes. It can cause heart failure. Right. Vitamin deficiency. Um, we'll probably have a podcast about that, about how 
we're the most overfed, undernourished nation in the world. Oh, yeah. I'll have to do some research. Um, yeah, it's pretty blatant. So, Because I, I think that was a huge contributor to my weight gain. Oh, yeah. The easy, fast and easy, cheap and easy food. Yep. That makes you fat fast. Exactly. And so uh, Julie and I both got the gastric sleeve or the vertical gastric sleeve for those of you that know weight loss. Um, but there's so many different types out there. Do you want to talk about different types? Sure. There's lap band. Which not a lot of people do still. Anymore. That's Most rare. people are getting revisions for that because it's not super successful. And then there's the gastric bypass. There's the duodenal switch. And then there's the vertical gastric sleeve, which is... So the duodenal switch is the vertical sleeve, plus they, like, remove part of your common channel oh. in your intestine, and then your absorption is way less, but you have to have, like, way more fat in your diet. But the malnourishment is, like, way worse with the DS surgery. Yeah. But it's super successful. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think for a lot of the different types of surgery, it's based on your health, need. your need, your health issues. Like, if you're a type 1 diabetic... Maybe you may Most not. Most people go for the bypass. Yeah, both that. But if you're like, I want the sleeve, they're like, well, that's going to help your health issue. And so that's what they're going to gear it towards. Even if you're not morbidly obese, like mm-hmm. 800 pounds, but they're still going to suggest things that are best for you and your situation. Right. Um, and we'll be the first to admit we're not doctors. We don't know everything. Um, what we know is what we've read and what we've been told. And what our friends and family have had. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll also be doing an episode on people that have failed at weight loss surgery. Um, it'll be hard to get people to want to talk about it, but that struggle is real. Oh yeah. The ones that have like lost 50 pounds or whatever, and then started gaining back because they went back to old habits. Or even people that lost 300 pounds and then put the 300 pounds back on. Well, and sometimes those are emotional issues. Yeah. And those weight pounds on there anyway. And we'll cover the, cover that also like this. I would say this like that stupid sports reference this is you know 90 percent mental and 10 percent physical like you got to get your head right oh totally and then it's not really exercise it's mostly diet yeah no i've now that i've kind of hit my target weight i've been amazed at how many like when i've gone to start working out um fitness coaches are like Oh, well, we'll get you working on the gym, dropping pounds, and you're going to be good. I'm like, you realize I've lost 160 pounds, and I have never set foot in a gym. Right. And they're like, that's not physically possible. I'm like, your knowledge of a, of a coach kind of concerns me if you don't think that's physically possible. So I haven't set foot in a gym. Yeah, no. I just started going back to the gym because I'm training to run a 5k and a 10k this fall. So that's the only reason why I'm using a gym. I'm not really looking to bulk up just, just to run just, without dying in the heat. Yeah. Of Arizona. Cause Oh yeah. We also are, live in Arizona and it's currently 106 degrees outside. So jogging around the block isn't a thing here or at least not, at for, least not in June. Yeah. Um, all right. So today we're just going to talk a little bit about what to expect when starting your journey Um, for many people, it's, they get it done here in the States. It's just going to see your regular doctor and getting a referral. Um, some people find out the hard way their insurance doesn't pay for it. Right. I, that happened to me once I was trying to get the DS like five or six years ago or maybe eight years ago. And, um, I was super stoked about it. And my ex-husband's insurance plan had a exclusion for all 
bariatric surgery of any variety for any reason. Even if I was dying, they would not cover it. And which which is real. It's it's a thing in America. Yeah, I was so upset, but and so, you mean, we'll also talk about, like, what to expect when you're heading to Mexico. Because I've noticed, like, when you go out of country to have it done, the things you do beforehand are very different than what we, like what we did and what other people do here in the States. Well, the protocol is, it depends on the doctor, even inside the U.S. and without. But, you know, you pay your five grand, you go to Mexico, they do it, but you have no support when you come home. You have no follow-up appointments. Yeah. You have and here we go to the dietitian and the doctor like 2 weeks after and then a month and then 6 months and so on and they test your labs and all this other stuff. And those people don't have any support groups or follow up. But they're doing awesome. My friends that have done it look amazing. It just takes I, I think it takes a stronger person with more willpower, more Yeah, I have none of that. what to do and so Yeah, and we're when we have our Mexico or out of country um Friends. Friends come and talk to us. We'll get to hear what they went through and we can kind of compare it to what we went through. Because I think that can also help a lot of people that, like, say your insurance does pay for it, but you have the exact deductible of right. going to Mexico. And then you don't, want, you don't want to go to six months of visits yeah. when you could just go, I'm going to Mexico. It's five grand either way. Well, I'd go get it done in a heartbeat versus the six months of visits but I think- and all the jumping through hoops to get it approved through your insurance. But I'm I'm in the camp of I think that 6 months of visits is training you to get ready to have the surgery and to change your life and eating lifestyle. Oh, for sure. Cuz it took me my only requ- required 3 months. But I was so not good at it. It took me the 6 months to go and finally get all my stuff done. Yeah, so I think that's really that's key is you know, some people need that hand-holding to be able to get ready for the surgery, and it, it's real. It helped me out, I think. If I would, no, you rocked it in the six months. If I would have just gone to Mexico, I would. I personally would have struggled, but that's just me. Right. And, and so, and it's nice, too, because when you, we'll talk, we're, we're going to have a podcast about complications, but trust me, the pros outweigh the cons, um, on what can happen and what does happen with surgery. And it's nice because I've had complications to be able to like call the doctor and be like, Hey, is this normal? And they're like, yes, no, come see us. Yeah. So instead of just going to an eat random ER and then patching the problem instead of treating it. Exactly. And so, um, well, this is, this pretty much wraps up our first podcast. Well, anything else you want to talk about when preparing for surgery? Um, no, we're good. No, um, we're going to try to be putting out podcasts every week or so. Um, we will be announcing on our Instagram and our Facebooks when we do. Um, we're going to be trying to get them on all the major platforms. Just takes time. You got to keep in mind, we are doing this for free. We're not making a dime off this. And so we'll also be doing weekly um, product reviews. Yeah. We said we're going to do that. Right? Books, product reviews. Vitamins, more or less stuff that you can click on and buy on Amazon. Right. There's different shakes. Yeah, because of different proteins. I've used different vitamins. Um, lots of different stuff. There's the wraps, like the, what did you, what were those things we, you put on your belly? The waist trainer thingies. Yeah. Like neoprene waist trainer. Yeah. And so that will be, you know, different things that you can use. Um, Spanx. Spanx are 
totally needing product reviews. Yeah, so that will be Julie, not me. <laughs> they have man spanks. I know they do. <laughs> but I don't think, uh, I don't need to buy one to figure it out. Um, as you can tell, this would be pretty lighthearted. Um, if we've said something wrong, please, by all due means, comment on our Facebook and let us know. But be nice about it. I, I'm okay with it. You can yell at me. I don't care. Um, and we're going to, our socials are losing pounds, gaining life podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. We haven't started Twitter yet. And our website is losing pounds, gaining life.com. Anything else you want to add? Nope. That's it. All right. Well, make good choices out there and healthy living. Have a fabulous day.